listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I am Faith. Faith, do we have any new patrons today? We have some wonderful new patrons. We have Angela M. Angela, thank you. Thank you. We have J, that's J-A-E. J, thank you, J. Last initial D. Yes. J-D. J-D. And we have Emily S. Emily S. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank you. Y'all are awesome. Wow. And Kath and I have come up with some fun new patron stuff. Mm -hmm. I know we haven't posted a lot of patron stuff for patrons only. (laughs) That was weird. <laughs> but uh, we're going to be posting some more fun stuff, too. We actually uh, uh, got intoxicated recently and came up with some really fun ideas for our patrons. So those will be going out. Uh, we'll be putting those up soon. That's where truly solid comedy comes from, is the state of intoxication. And as Steve Martin said, uh, the best laughter truly comes from a joke delivered by professional comedians. That is what Steve Martin says. Yes. 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 <laughs> So, uh, we're not professional comedians, but we're aspiring professional. Actually, I've been paid to do comedy before. I was paid once. I got $22. I, I also got paid, I believe I got 50 bucks. Oh, you win. Yeah. So, Faith is funnier than I spent it all on drinks that night. <laughs> but makes worse financial decisions than yes. me. Yes. What'd you spend your $25 on, professional comedian? I invested it in a 6.5% return savings account and now i have ten thousand nine hundred twenty six dollars good job i was four when this happened (laughs) it was the johnny carson show (laughs) it was the buzz of the clown show yeah huge in chicago faith we have a question yes we do from a listener yay do you want to read it or should why don't you read that question hey faith i got a question all right go ahead no you don't you don't have a question at all this again this again oh sorry go ahead yeah please Hello! This is from Jenny, by the way. First of all, I would like to say that I love your podcast. Aw, Jenny, you're the best! Thank you. I recently started listening when my partner came out as gender questioning, and the cis partner episodes were incredibly helpful to me in understanding my own emotions and the new information that my partner shared with me. Thank you so much. I can't express how thankful I am to have had this resource. Oh my gosh. Secondly, I do have a question. I was wondering if you could discuss the gender spectrum a bit and what it means to be gender questioning. My partner doesn't really know how they feel, but they know that they don't feel entirely their assigned gender. As a straight cis woman, I am having a really hard time understanding these feelings and what to do, if anything, to support them in helping them figure out what makes them most comfortable. I asked my therapist, but he automatically wanted to put my partner into the trans binary and started using opposite gender pronouns, parentheses, which my partner does not want, and told me to start thinking about my feelings about transition, which was not helpful at all. I love my partner very much. I want to support them as much as possible, but I'm just sort of confused about what is going on internally and what my role is here. Thank you so much. You both are amazing. Wow, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you. Um, that's, it's a lot to unpack. That's a great question. Definitely. Thank you. And it's it is a lot to unpack. There's, There's so a much. lot. That's why, that's why I wrote to you today and was like, 
good question because it, it was so so much to talk about. They forwarded this so, to me, and I was like, "Yeah, we're doing that tonight." So let's talk about. First of all, if you sent us emails and we haven't gotten to them yet, sorry, this one jumped ahead in the queue. Sorry. It's not a queue where we just answer them in the order they're received. No. Because some of them we, some of them we don't know. Some of them might we have to do research. Mm-hmm. Some of them we're just like boom inspired. Mm-hmm. So what do we tell Jenny? Okay. So let's talk about first um, the gender spectrum mm-hmm. and what it means to be gender questioning. Mm-hmm. So I think that there there even biological sex is a spectrum Mm -hmm. because there are in general we'll call them sperm producing organisms and egg producing organisms and that includes humans but genetically speaking there's a lot of variation among humans Mm -hmm. gender is a social construct Mm -hmm. 100 percent a social construct uh, and gender describes clothing, social roles, uh, behaviors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. jobs, uh, roles in society, mm-hmm. um, what's acceptable in society, communication-wise, things like that, how people are brought up. That's gender, and that is something humans decided. Mm-hmm. And not every culture has had the same gender. Virtually no, no gender roles have changed wildly throughout history from culture to culture of course um there have been some cultures where women rode into battle on the back of horses with swords killing Mm -hmm. okay and there Mm -hmm. have been some cultures where men did all the pottery Mm -hmm. and there are wildly any basically anything you can come up with there's a variation yes that is what's that's why sociology is so much fun and biology. And biology. Yeah. No matter what you do, no matter what rule you come up with, there will be something that breaks that rule. Yep. And it's a huge spectrum. Mm-hmm. Because right now in our society, we have, most of us grew up with, there are boys and there are girls. Mm-hmm. Boys wear blue and they play with trucks and they're rough and tumble and they like to climb trees and they can play in the mud and they compete with each other, and they... Don't ever get to cry, yeah, or have feelings, or talk about things, or pet a cat. And they're trained to be aggressive. Girls are trained to be nurturing, mm-hmm. and they are to be dainty, and delicate, and frail. And, and they are always nice, and always self-effacing. Yes, and always smiling, mm-hmm. and never in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously bullshit. Yes. So... So there is a huge spectrum of how humans feel comfortable. And I I always said that even gender variation, even terms like transgender, or me saying that I'm a male to female transgender person, or someone saying they're non-binary, is us trying to come up with terms that make us feel comfortable Mm -hmm. with the way we want to express ourselves. It's almost a way to translate your experience into the existing language. Yeah. And I spent so much time saying that I was gender flux. Mm-hmm. And that was me saying, I need a term to describe what I am. And yes. I wasn't quite comfortable saying I was trans yet, but I knew I was more than just dabbling. Mm-hmm. I knew this went deeper to my core than mm-hmm. a fetish or something or a hobby. So I needed a new term. Uh, Any term people come up with, gender questioning, gender queer, 
uh, non-binary, even trans, even cis. Mm -hmm. These are terms that we use for convenience to describe who we are. They are labels to apply when it works. Exactly. They are not written in stone. They are not biological. They are not your future or your destiny. No. And they change over time. Yes. They absolutely do change over time. I have had moments as an out trans woman undergoing medical transition where I don't feel male, but I do feel kind of genderless mm. sometimes mm-hmm. where I'm like, you know, um, so we, we all have these, we pick a term that works for us and it needs to work for us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, this, if they none of those terms work for you, if you're like, I don't really feel like I'm genderqueer. I don't really feel like I'm non-binary. Mm-hmm. I, I know I might not be trans or I know I'm trans, but I don't like, I don't like the stereotypical masculine behavior or feminine behavior. I want something else, but I know I'm kind of not, it's fine. You do you. That's the good news here. (laughs) Every single one of those terms exists for the sake of your convenience. Humans are different. There's what? 8 billion humans now? 8,963,000,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dolores had her baby. She did. Oh, good for her. She's naming him Nigel. <laughs> nice. Um, there are 8 billion of us. 8 billion and Nigel. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and that might not even say that baby's name. Who knows? Um, every single one of us kind of fits in a little differently and feels comfortable a little differently. Mm-hmm. There are terms that we've all kind of gone... Okay, enough of us sort of agree on these feelings, that we have these feelings, that we want to start a community to support each other, and that's how these terms get developed. Yes. The larger society, for the larger society and for the majority of people, they can work within those huge overarching boy, girl, male, female Mm -hmm. roles. Mm -hmm. And that works for them. For a lot of us, and I think we're learning as this becomes more and more prevalent in society, more and more people can just kind of admit this and talk openly about this that for a lot of us maybe 10 percent, maybe even more than that don't quite feel comfortable with that binary yeah and that doesn't mean that we're gonna fit anywhere neatly into any of the other in-between categories yep. including trans Gender including queer. including fully binary trans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be comfortable where we're comfortable yeah and so i would say first of all for your partner Dude, it's okay to be confused. It's a friggin' confusing thing, and our society doesn't educate us about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kath and I are educating people about this, and <laughs> we don't know a damn thing. We are the least qualified. Okay, we're not the least qualified, but we're pretty unqualified. <laughs> Do you know you can just start a podcast? You don't have to, like, <laughs> file paperwork with anyone. There's no license. There's no <laughs> test. So I have Wikipedia and a microphone. Yeah, that's like a song. <laughs> <laughs> I got Wikipedia and a microphone. That's like Beck. Beck did that song. I think did that he? was the original version. He did two turntables and a microphone. Oh, okay. But I got Wikipedia and a microphone. Anywho, <laughs> sorry for the Beck fans out there. You'll really enjoy that. You you won't even enjoy that. Beck fans, I'm so happy for you. Hooray, he left Scientology. Maybe they like Scientology. I don't know. So it's okay that your partner, um, Jenny, it's okay that your partner 
is like completely confused and mm-hmm. they don't like you say they don't feel entirely their inside and gender dude welcome to the club that's a entirely a lot of us don't <laughs> healthy normal reaction and to a, growing up in this yeah. culture and a lot of us who don't feel comfortable spend a lot of years confused i spent 35 years confused before yeah. i transitioned so much time and i'm still kind of confused sometimes mm. so for you to be their partner and not have these feelings it's even more understandable yeah. that you're confused because you're not experiencing them mm-hmm. and that's totally okay that that you don't understand those feelings because How your partner you- probably barely understands them or has her struggles to put them into words i know i did and i know we've heard from lots of other people who had so let's look at this whole thing i think it's first it's great that you're willing to be supportive yes oh my god jenny you rock yeah the first thing is what your partner's feeling and not quite (sighs) knowing entirely where they fit and not quite knowing what they want their role to be and not quite knowing what they want their pronouns to be or what they feel comfortable with. Mm. This takes time. This can take decades. It could take 35 years if you're unlucky. Yeah. People come out in their 60s because that's when they figure this shit out and when it's right for them. Mm -hmm. Your partner is taking their first baby steps into this Mm -hmm. and it's totally okay, but it's Awesome that you're there to support I'm them. I'm so glad you're and there. And that you're willing to be supportive. Mm-hmm. So, Kath, you're the partner. Yep. What do you do to support someone, especially when they're confused? When you... they don't quite know where they fit, but they know they don't fit. I mean, we're starting from a really good place, first of all. We're starting from a place where you have access to resources like the Gender Rebels, but I presume you also have access to the internet. They're not even licensed. <laughs> an unlicensed podcast don't tell the fcc oh god you i love that you are coming at this from a supportive point of view and also from an inquisitive point of view i love that jenny you you really it's solid gold like it is from what i've read a huge difference in the life of a trans person to have a supportive partner, especially in a situation like yours where there's this gray zone, there's this murkiness. We're not sure how this is going to turn out, but your partner, your person, the one you love has decided to figure it out and you're there for them. And that is so, so great. Now what's next? The library, the public library, the internet, podcasts us other people make friends maybe a better therapist uh if your partner has a therapist i'm sure having their own therapist not yours because i'm not fond of your guy would be tremendously helpful especially if they're trained in what is it gender what's the word for it i'm not sure but i you're a therapist who has training in these kinds of questions i have had I've tried therapists who their first thing is like, oh, you're trans? Great. I'll blame everything on that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I'm like, no, that's not it. I it's know that's not it. With the medical thing. Is Isn't it? that like trans broken arm syndrome? It's like <laughs> no. you go to the emergency room with a broken arm. They're like, so tell me about the hormones you're taking. You're like, yeah. dude, can I get an x-ray and a cast first? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and I get why people hyper-focus on it, perhaps out of 
proportion to what mm-hmm. they should be. I get because it's unusual in there. Yeah. There. I've heard that about overweight people and tall people and like, hmm, you variate from the mean <laughs> in a way that I'm going to ignore everything else you say. Yeah. Um, not the point. So now is, I, I don't want to discount how stressful or uncertain or, or tricky this has to be, but now is kind of the fun part where you and your partner get to explore and try things on and are they a demi female are they demi male are they gender flux are they do none of the above fit and then they get to figure out what makes them happiest what sort of presentation what sort of pronouns what sort of name now is a time to learn and explore and read and talk to people and there is no deadline and there is no wrong answer but you have to put in the work. There, yeah. there isn't. You're not going to have the solution tomorrow because this episode won't even be posted tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be posted eventually. But you do. Have, you have to be patient when you're saying like, "I love them very much." That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I will say, as a trans person, having a loving partner like Kathleen hmm. uh, is actually really helpful in transition because transition is so fucking hard. Mm. And being trans and confused is really hard. Mm -hmm. And so that's awesome that you want to support them as much as possible. I would say be there. Let them them guide. Don't necessarily, you know, try to push them or nudge them. Be there to listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Kath is saying, educate yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say in your email... um, I'm just sort of confused about what is going on internally and what my role is here. Mm-hmm. Your partner's also probably confused about oh, that. I guarantee. Yeah. And y'all are going to be confused together. And that's just sort of awesome. I always come back to this Jack Kerouac quote about creativity. Yeah. But just that I have nothing to offer the world but my own confusion. Yeah. You have nothing to offer your partner but your own confusion. And your partner has that to offer you. And you guys are going to hang out and be confused together. And you're going to learn about this stuff together. Mm-hmm. You might meet people and go or go to a meeting or meet people in your area mm-hmm. or, you know, find a Facebook group or um, find a roller derby team. Or, <laughs> it's I mean, always roller derby with you people. It is. <laughs> uh, it is a sport that is very accommodating mm-hmm. of uh, gender nonconformity, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, unlike basketball, no. well, I would say Jenny so, has something has yeah. more to give to her partner yeah. than her confusion. She has her love and support. Oh no, no, and, I, yeah, and yeah. I know you knew that, and but and, yeah, you're you're going to be confused for a while. You are. This is this is how it is. Say you both decided to rewire your home. Well, you're going to have to. Figure some stuff out. You're going to have to talk to some people and you're going to have to try some things. You have a new, big, important project. Yeah. For lack of a better word. No, I think that's true. You're going to you're gonna be there for your partner, for their confusion, for those moments where they can't do anything but cry because it's so hard mm-hmm. and you're going to be there for them and your heart mm-hmm. is going to break. And you're going to be there for them. And you're going to be there for those, like, awesome moments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they figure something out and have a breakthrough and get to have a party. Like, it's... 
And they're going to get some stuff wrong. Maybe they're going to see, maybe this label fits and they go to some message boards and they're like, oh, wow, that is fucking toxic. No, 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 no. Or any, let them play with it. This is the fun time. Yeah. Uh, They're going to play with it. They're going to have fun. You're going to have fun with them. Uh I think, you know, find where they land, see where they land, when they land, if they land. One of the things that you are going to have to to do is maybe make an adjustment. Mm. Um, You know, it's something that, you know, we've heard about. We've talked to people where lesbian couples, Mm. one partner transitions and they're like, wait, I'm fucking straight now? Yeah. You had to deal with, oh, wait, I'm fucking gay now? Yeah. (laughs) You may have to deal with something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and what's that like? I mean, awesome for me because I get all the benefits of being a gay girl and yeah. had to pay none of the very tremendous, what's the word I'm looking price? for? Price? Yeah, Social costs. costs, price. I, I didn't get bullied for being gay. I didn't have to figure out how to date gay girls. I didn't have to deal with a wildly shrunken pool of partners. Uh, but now I get to walk down the street with my foxy girlfriend. So uh, I feel terrific. But I have heard okay. from a lot of people who have suffered yeah. as kids or maybe got kicked out of their house or something. And like, I am a woman who loves women. This is who I am. And I've put up with so much. And now I walk down the street with my partner and people think we're just straight and what the fuck i mean it's a big part of my identity and i fucking earned it so i i got the good end of the stick i guess i get the long end of the stick is that the expression the long end of the stick other people get the short end of the stick chocolate covered under the stick and not yum the kite covered in pureed carrot which is okay but it's not as good as chocolate where do you buy your sticks um lowry sticks oh don't go to the stickery Oh, God, I haven't gone to the stickery since, like, last year. Okay, but I think I Lowry's in... Sticks is the stickery. Now. No, it's not. I went into the stickery, and I was like, can I get a chocolate carrot? And they're like, sorry, we're out. And I'm like, it's the first of the month. When do you <laughs> order? And they were like, we order on the 15th. And I, like, rolled my eyes and was like, oh, my God, I'm going to the stickery. And they're like, fine. No, and it's like, I'm going to Lowry's. And oh, they're like, the fine. Yeah. Go to Lowry's. Then went to Lowry's, and they had it. And you know what? Mm. It was a dollar ten cheaper. Nice. Yeah. Okay. By the foot. Because do- obviously. By the st- yeah, because yeah. the, they're normally what? What was stickery? Stickery was like eight ninety five a foot. Also, Lowry's, Lowry's refuses was... to go metric, which I kind of <laughs> like. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're dying out. Uh huh. The chocolate end of the stick versus the carrot puree end. Yes. Of the stick. You're so weird. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Stuck with me so after wish, my transition. So I mean, I wish... Be funny. Have your partner be funny, because that helps. I, could, I wish I could speak to Jenny's struggle. Yeah. Um, but Jenny, you know, it is, it's going to be tough for a while. Like, there's no... I'm sorry. There's no way to make that go away or yeah. make it any better. And I know that labels work for us. We don't work for them. But there is comfort in figuring out your label. 
there is value to that, at least for me personally, because I think, oh, hey, it turns out I'm a demigirl or whatever. Then they can get to find a group or find websites or subreddits or message boards or things that fit and know that there's people out there like them. And here's the thing about your partner, Jenny. There's a bunch of people out there like them, like exactly like them, both in the questioning phase right now and in whatever your partner concludes, if your partner ever concludes something. That's, they're not alone and you're not alone. And the resources are out there and we have some links down below. It, I want to say this is going to be all fun and splendid and wild and awesome. It's going to be tough. Sometimes it's going to feel weird sometimes. Your partner will have to work to figure out where they quote unquote fit. But I'm confident they'll figure it out. Yeah. Be patient. Yeah. Be patient with them. Understand that this confusion is normal and this confusion takes time. Yeah. For us to figure out. Society has been hell bent on telling us not to explore this and not to figure this out because mm -hmm. it is weird and shameful to mm -hmm. want to do that. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time for your partner to like shake that off and like learn to work with that, be comfortable with themselves and then figure out where they fit. Yeah. It's a lot. So be pa be patient and, and be there for them. And mm -hmm. it sounds like you're already there for them. So you're halfway there. Yeah. You don't even need to write us. You seem to actually know what's going on pretty well. You've, you've got your shit together. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> Stop <laughs> wasting our time, Jenny. <laughs> Clearly know what's going on. And you seem like an awesome partner. I've got like 17 emails <laughs> I have not responded to. And I should be. But here I am talking to Jenny. Yeah. Who's clearly got it figured out. No, you've got I think You do have it figured out. You have a huge part of this figured out, which is that you care about your partner. Mm -hmm. And you want to be there for them. And it can be transition can be frustrating and, and scary and, and weird and confusing for the person who's. I say transitioning, but for the person who's exploring this yeah. side of themselves yeah. and trying to come to terms with this, the feelings they've kept buried because society tells them to keep it buried. Mm -hmm. Be there for them. Listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be supportive. Experience the joy and the pain with them and and just be, ask them, ask them what they need. Yeah. And, and be open with them and honest with them and... You you already sound like an awesome partner, and mm -hmm. it sounds like you've got all the skills and tools you need to really rock this. So keep doing exactly what you've been doing. Yeah, be a good listener, help out when you need to. I've found that it might be helpful to do a little bit of the legwork with finding a therapist, for for example, uh, or. Fending off phone calls from mom or whatever it turns out your partner needs. You know, that's what you're there for. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it'll turn out pretty well for both of you. And keep us posted. Yeah, please do. And other listeners, if you're in similar situations or... Uh, are a partner of someone in a similar situation, write in. Let us know. Tell us about resources or places on the internet or cool therapists or books you've read or anything that have helped you sort of sort this out. Like, 
you think Jenny could use or Jenny's partner could use. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you again, Jenny, for writing. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Thanks, Jenny. And thank you all out there in Gender Rebel land. I hope we helped. And we will talk to you next time. All right, everybody. Bye. Keep rebelling. Keep rebelling. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the Gender Rebels. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Come Back Sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye.